It is so good to be back with you today. I'm excited because this is the day that the Lord has made. And I believe that this is your moment. This is your hour. You know, my friend Ben on the last program uh, during a little break there gave me a word for you. And I believe that word is for me as well. And I want to share it with you. He said, God right now is raising up the most unlikely to lead of movement or revival and awakening. I believe that word is for you. I feel like some of you get so uh, caught up in your own life that you disqualify yourself from what God has you to do, yet you don't feel qualified. Most of the time, what we do is we disqualify ourselves because we don't feel good enough for God to use us. A lot of people look for the big name people and the people that are making the headlines and people that have their book published and people that are, you know, uh, attracting thousands of people to their meetings and to their, you know, social media pages. Yet God is not involved in any of that, meaning God is not, uh, that's not what moves God. God gets involved in it, but I can tell you God doesn't look for those qualifications to use you. He wants you to have a willing heart. He wants you to live a life that is going to honor him, a life that is going to be a relationship between you and him. Because I want to tell you something. There's some things that God wants to share with you, and you're too busy. You're too busy disqualifying yourself. You're too busy trying to be somebody that you were never meant to be, yet what God has for you is much greater than what you can even imagine. Look at my life. I cannot believe that what God has done over the years has brought me to the place of now having my own program syndicated on a television uh, network that is going all over America on every home. Listen, I got to tell you this. I'm, I'm the most unlikely person. It's like this orange couch. This orange Couch would not be in your living room, believe me. <laughs> Some people, most people don't have the courage to even place this couch in the living room because it doesn't make sense with the decor and, and the idea of your living room. Yet, my life has been a representation like this orange couch. I don't fit in. I don't, I don't make sense to people. I don't, my life has never made sense on the streets, let alone in Christianity. But I can tell you that when God is in it, Everything makes sense. I cannot believe that. And by the way, I want to thank all of you that are pre-ordering my book. It's a shameless plug. But I'm so excited because God is doing something amazing. This is my life story. The title is My Crazy Life and the Moments that Brought a Gangster to Grace. This is a supernatural moment that is taking place. Because 25 years ago, I got offered to write this book, but yet I wasn't ready. I wasn't mature enough in God. I was just fresh out of the streets. People wanted to hear my story. People wanted to know where you come from. People were enamored because of the lifestyle and the gang that I was in that was one of the largest gangs in Los Angeles, California. And yet, I thank God for great mentors in my life because one of the mentors in my life, you know, Pastor Jim Baker, you know, had a lot of experience and exposure in the media and, 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 you know, being famous and being known and all that. But his wisdom is what propelled me to take a step back and say, you know what? I'm not ready. But if it's God, it's going to come back to me when, I, when the time is right. Didn't realize that it was going to take 25 years. But when you wait patiently on the Lord, 
when you stay focused on what God has you to do, when you learn how to serve, when you learn how to get things right with God and enter into an intimate relationship with him, I can tell you that God will prepare you for the moment that he has for you. And you have that moment as well. Don't throw away. Don't discount your journey. Don't throw away what you've been through. God is going to use your testimony just like he's doing with mine. This book is being released on March 5th of 2024. And I can tell you that all the major markets are picking it up right now. That's supernatural from Target to Barnes and Noble to Walmart. If I can tell you, that is hard to get into when you look like me, <laughs> meaning when you have been where I've been through. But with God, all things are possible. And I can tell you that my special guest today has lived and is still living a very supernatural life because I believe, just like the word that my friend Ben just gave, that God right now is raising the most unlikely to lead a movement. Oh, man, and my special guest today, she's the founder of Spiritual Coffee for Your Morning. She's the producer at Sid Roth, its supernatural program. She's been very active on social media, posting <laughs> controversial topics that is shaking the Christian world and leaders are being put in a place of, you know what, a reality. Why? Because there's a lot of nonsense going on in the church today, and yet we have to have accountability. And I'm going to ask her about that. But I want to tell you something. She has gained a lot of attention from hundreds of followers on social media. I want you to help me welcome my special guest today, Jackie Duvall. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Mondo. It's a pleasure. How long have you been working at Supernatural with Sid Roth? I've been there. Um, I've been here for about 13 years now. Wow. I, I, listen, I'm so intrigued because I love Sid Roth. He's been great to our family. He's been a great family friend and, and a man that really has inspired millions of people throughout the different generations. But you've seen a lot of people come and go. I just got to ask you this. Out of all the people that have interviewed there, who has made the most impact in your life? Mm. Oh, wow. That's, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, it's hard to say an exact name of a person because there are, there are a lot of people that are good, but um, the ones who really just point you to Jesus that I, I love uh, seeing people that are really humble. They're not trying to have a big ministry. They're not wanting to make a name for themselves. They're just wanting to lift up the name of Jesus. And so really anybody that we have on the show that makes it all about Jesus, just points to Jesus, get, talks about getting into his presence. Those are my favorites. So we've had, um, we've had some of those. And um, I want, you know, more people that are kind of like an Eric Gilmore, or Michael Kulianos, those type of people who, you know, they just point you to Jesus and um, and then and not to their ministry. Real quick, for those that are watching you for the first time, who is Jackie Duvall? Where did you come from? What's your story? So my story is this: my my parents um, started working for Sid Roth before my brother and I were born. I'm 31, um, and so they were working there for uh, my mom was like since 88, and my dad started in 1990. Um, and my dad is still um, working here, and my brother works here. And so my brother and I were homeschooled. 
and um, our we would have field trips. And for our field trips, it basically was coming to these shoots because we used to live in southeast Georgia. And um, when we lived in southeast Georgia, we did not have any um, we didn't have a studio down there. We just had an office. And so we would travel with, um, our whole family would travel with Sid. We would go to Nashville, Tennessee. We'd go to Canada. We'd go to Orlando, Florida, different places and record there. And so my brother and I would bring our homeschool books with us and we got to, uh, help out on the shoots and just, um, you know, talk with some of the guests. And so it was such a big blessing to be raised in this kind of environment um, where you get to hear miracle story after miracle story all the time and just be saturated in that kind of environment. You know, what's amazing is, and you're probably wondering why I have you on the program, because, you know, anytime someone, I invite someone to the program, I don't just invite people to get them on and to get clicks or to get views or anything. I'm not into that. Matter of fact, I'm not as active on social media as as a lot of people would like me to be. Uh, I grew up very private. My life in the gangs were, were, was very different than what we're doing today. But I can tell you that God is using people all over the nation that are stepping out into what God has called them to do. And I believe that you're one of them. I believe that God is using ordinary people to do extraordinary missions for God. And do you feel a sense of the call of God in your life to step out and speak up for the hour that we're in? Yeah, I, I do. Um, and I'm also actually really an introvert. So, I, you know, God has a sense of humor because uh, when I was, um, you know, when I was a kid, I would have these daydreams. It wasn't an actual vision, but daydreams of speaking in front of people. And so like, I knew that there would be a call of God to to preach, um, not obviously not to pastor, but to actually just speak and, and speak um, boldly. But um, but really, I mean, it's funny how God always calls you to do the thing you're most scared of because public speaking is the thing I was the most scared of growing up and, and still kind of is today because I'm just a, a quieter person. But I love to write. And so I would uh, I just started, you know, like several years ago, just really like writing things on social media. And, you know, um, and, and I'm starting to care less and less if people, you know, disagree. You know, sometimes it, it there definitely are times it will get to me, but um, I've just been posting more on social media, you know, just the truth. And, you know, and if people don't agree, they don't agree. But, you know, just trying to get uh, the the truth out there in, in the midst of so much lies and insanity right now. You know, when I think about what's happening right now, it makes me ask you this questions. Uh, what are the challenges you feel your generation is facing right now? So much confusion, um, and I and I feel so bad, especially for um, teenagers these days that are, are in the schools and are, and are being pushed this whole gender confusion. Um, there's just so much peer pressure. Uh, you know, I'm hearing that that there's in schools there's these children that are um, saying they're transgender, even though they don't really have that desire to be a transgender, but they're just doing it to fit in. Um, and so it's just sad to see, you know, my uh, my age group and younger, especially Gen Z. I'm millennial, but especially Gen Z to see um, all the confusion that's being pushed on them right now. And so I think that's the biggest thing. And that's why when we can preach the truth and, and it just it brings freedom um, in the midst of all the confusion that is being preached really loudly by the media right now today to, uh, to that generation. 
You know, I think you said the answer that I'm of the question that I'm going to ask you, but I'd love for you to elaborate it, uh, elaborate a little bit more on how are we going to reach Gen Z generation, this current generation, for for Jesus? How are we going to? What are we going to do? What steps? What steps can we take? It definitely has to be the power of God. You know, I yeah, I've heard testimony after testimony through working for Sid Roth of people. A lot of these guests that um, are on the show um, backslid, you know, them, some of them were raised in a great environment and they backslid and they, they left the church. And um, one person after the other said, I left the church because there was no power, you know, and, and many of them were taught that the power left the church. And so that's really what this young generation, Gen Z millennials, they need to see the power of God flowing in their churches. They need to see it also flowing in their schools. You know, we're, we're starting to see more power of God flowing through the schools. I, I heard about Texas A&M and that university. There's still a power of God flowing there right now. And we heard about Asbury. So that we need more universities and colleges and churches to see a real demonstration of the power of God. I see so many young people that are turning to Harry Potter and just the supernatural on the demonic side. And so they have this real um, love for the supernatural. And if we can show them that we serve a supernatural God, and that's, that's why we need more um, shows that can show them that God really is powerful and God is still moving and, and God is alive. How do you explain the supernatural, Jackie, to those that are watching, that are brand new, trying to understand, you know, Christian vocabulary and, and the language that we use? Uh, how do you explain the supernatural? Um, it is really just, God invading our, our natural and doing the things that, you know, that we can't do. Even It's even supernatural when God can take people that are timid and, put, and give them boldness. And so God just take, invading our lives, invading our space, and healing people and setting them free and just, uh, and, and just overcoming them so that they can do the things they can't do in their own strength. And so that's, that's, to me, that's what I think the supernatural is, the good supernatural. You know, for those that are watching, I, I dare you to open up your Bible and start reading about the supernatural events that the Bible writes about. You're running from one place to another trying to get the supernatural, yet it's in your living room. Maybe the Bible is in your bedroom. Maybe your Bible that your grandma gave you, it's in, in your closet somewhere down the dirty shoes there. And, and if you open it up for one moment, stop Googling about it because Google is going to lead you into a path of the supernatural that is going to open up. You know, some people call it the demonic. Some people call it the spiritual realm. But whatever it is, I can tell you that God has encounters in his word of supernatural events, supernatural power, supernatural deliverances, supernatural moments that change the course of history. You cannot deny the power of the supernatural in your life. Listen, if you don't believe in the supernatural, look at me. The world said, lock them up and throw the key away. Yet it took a supernatural moment to change my life. It took a supernatural moment for my sister to walk into my life and deliver three of the most powerful phrases that ignited the change in my life. You don't have to experience it to believe it, but when you believe it, you begin to experience it. It's called faith. Sometimes we work it so hard that we get turned off by the supernatural because, honestly, at the end of the day, I have to agree with you, uh, there's a lot of kooky stuff going out there. 
a lot of things that are making this supernatural look so phony. You know, yet years ago, my dad used to say Hollywood used to make the fake look real and the church makes the, the real look fake, you know, and we have a problem today that if we don't start showing the real power of the supernatural of the Holy Spirit, we're going to miss God in a way that this generation one day are going to bring their fist up towards their pastor and says, how come you didn't allow me to experience that? Why didn't you teach about the supernatural? Why didn't, why didn't we see miracles and wonders in our churches? I think today we are living in an hour that most people are not biblically literate on what the Bible says about a lot of things in our culture. And when you read posts, you get so mad and angry and defensive, but yet it's because you don't know the word of God. Jackie, social media, is, it's an unbelievable place, but it's also a scary place because people spew their vomit. Oh, I hate to say that word, but they spew right. a lot of negativity, a lot of nonsense. And it's not coming from the non-Christian world. It's coming from the inside of the community, of the church. Let me ask you this. Why do you feel your posts on social media have been getting a lot of attention lately? Um, I mean, I think probably because it's shining a light on some things that need correction in the church. And of course, I don't think it's my job to bring correction in every area. But um, like you were saying, there's some kooky stuff going on in the supernatural um, and, and in the church today. And there's just some crazy stuff. And so um, it's been getting a lot of attention because Sometimes, you know, every now and then I'll call out a few names, which I know I, I, I don't do that very often because I don't want to be a heresy hunter. And that's not my job. And my job is not to inspect every ministry. But there's times where I will feel to warn people of certain ministries or certain um, teachings out there. You know, that it talks in the Bible about how in the last days there'll be a lot of false doctrine. There'll be a lot of deception. And so I like to just shine the light on some of the deceptions that are out there. And, um, and that really has been getting the biggest uh, amount of notice uh, on Facebook for me. Um, and, you know, some people like it and some people don't. But I feel like we need more people who will be watchmen and will say, hey, you know, this, this, um, this teaching, this doctrine, it, it, it's not right. And sometimes that doctrine has a little bit of truth in it, you know, just like the, it's just like the enemy to have a little bit of truth to make it look very deceiving. Let me ask you this. What do you feel as a church member, as a church goer? Because I ask pastors these questions all the time, and I get the pastoral answer. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love the pastoral answers. I love pastors, and I respect pastors. I believe we need them in, in our lives today. They are the center of the community. I still believe in what they do. But I want to ask you this as a church member, as a church goer, what do you feel is the state of the church right now? Um, definitely, um, we're, we're not seeing enough power. I feel like in the church in general, um, I'm not even saying a specific one, um, but we're not, we're not seeing as much of the power of God. It is starting to, I'm sorry, we're starting to see more, um, but we're not seeing really enough. And then we're also, um, I, I'm probably not enough pastors letting the Holy Spirit move. I'm starting to see more people, especially pastors I follow, and they're they're having like more moves of God in their church, but there there are definitely some churches out there that are afraid to let the Lord move because they're afraid to lose members. Um, again, we're seeing more people believing some false doctrines. 
Um, and I, and I, it's especially because of social media where we're seeing a lot of people, they become a YouTube star um, in one night and all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're just posting all this stuff on YouTube and people think, oh, because they have a lot of followers, they're sharing truth. So, so we're having a lot of deception. So it's really, if we could get, you know, less deception and more, more of the move of God, I think when we see more of that move of God, it's going to expose the deception and push it out. You know, get ready to minister right now, because I feel in my heart that I, I I know that you have a message for those that are watching, that are hurting right now. Maybe their lives is falling apart. Maybe their anxiety is taking over their life, depression. I want you to get ready to pray for those watching right now, because I believe that you experiencing working in the supernatural studios there. I believe that you also carry a supernatural anointing to pray for those that are going through a hard time in their lives right now. Get ready to pray for them. Listen, if you're watching right now, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having this conversation with us because I believe that the more we can talk, the more we can have dialogue, the more we can come together, I believe that you're going to hear from the hearts of men and women that are crying out for our pastors to listen to the church members. Pastors that are watching this program today, take time to listen to your church members. Take time to spend time with them. Find out what is it that they're missing. Find out what, what is it that they want to experience. Find out what is it that they are needing in their lives. I'm not talking about the normal agenda the church has to meet. Those are part of the calling of being a pastor. I've been a pastor, so I'm talking from that perspective. I'm not going to give you this talk and not know what I'm talking about. I used to pastor a church a long time ago. I know what you go through. I know the, the, the frustrations. I know dealing with people's problems day in and day out. I know what it is. One morning you go to visit someone in the hospital. At the end of the day, you have to either marry somebody or you get a call in the middle of the night that someone died and you have to get ready for funerals. I get all that. But I also don't understand why pastors today are disconnected from their members. I don't understand why pastors don't understand how to have a relationship with their own church members. I'm praying that you will sit down and listen to your congregation. Listen to what they are hungry to listen. Listen to what they're hungry and what they want to experience in their church. Church cannot be the same anymore. Church can no longer stay the same. Church cannot be preaching the same message we preached 40 years ago. This is a new generation. It's a new culture. Yet, I'm not asking you to change the gospel. The gospel stays the same. Matter of fact, woe unto your preachers that touch the gospel, that change the gospel. Oh, man, I, I can go somewhere with that, but I'm not going to. I want you watching. If you're a pastor and you're hurting right now, if you're a minister, an evangelist, and you're hurting right now, Get ready to be prayed for. You pray for everyone else, but get ready to experience the supernatural power of God in your life. And if you're watching and you're going through depression, you're going through a divorce, maybe you're having a hard time finding a husband, maybe you're having a hard time finding a girlfriend, maybe you're or a wife, whatever it is, this prayer is for you. And the moment that Miss Jackie begins to pray, I want you to begin to close your eyes and pray where you are. Miss Jackie, pray for us. Father, I just lift up every person that is watching right now, and I just thank you, Lord, that you know what situations they're facing. So many, I, I see so many just on Facebook scrolling. I see so many going through warfare, so many going through sickness, disease, uh, loss of a loved one suddenly, or 
uh, just going through financial issues. There's just so much, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for helping them to turn their eyes and their attention onto you, um, you who are their source. And I just thank you, Lord, that depression is going to leave. I thank you, Lord, that they will turn up that worship music. So many times you've told me to do that, Lord, and, and the environment changed, and I just felt so much peace and joy. And so I thank you, Lord, that as they turn up that worship music, as they begin to pray, as they begin to praise, that your presence, your glory is going to come and invade their room that they're watching right now, their house, and just bring so much peace, bring so much clarity in a time where there's so much confusion. I just thank you, Lord, for lifting up their spirits. I thank you, Lord, that everyone that's watching that's dealing with health issues, that they're going to be healed right now, that we're going to hear testimonies of people being delivered from watching. We're going to hear testimonies of people getting financial breakthroughs. But I thank you, Lord, that even before these prayers are answered, that you are just coming and you're with your presence and that they're going to encounter you in a fresh new way. And they're going to go from glory to glory every single day with you and just encounter your presence more and more. And I thank you, Lord, for breaking off discouragement. I know so many people who are discouraged right now. I thank you, Lord, just for uh, helping them to have vision, to really have, build a dream again, the, th the things that, that they put on the shelf that they've given up on. I thank you, Lord, just for res resurrecting those dreams, resurrecting that vision in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen to this word. With man, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Say it with me, all, all things. Whatever circumstance that you're going through, that prayer is for you. We stand in agreement for your breakthrough. We stand in agreement for your healing. We stand in agreement for your marriage and your relationships and your business and your church today. I want you to experience the power of the supernatural of the Holy Spirit. This is the hour when we are in need, we grab a hold of him. Listen, sometimes when you get so desperate, you, you're willing to try anything and whatever comes your way, and you realize that nothing else is working, yet you haven't tried the supernatural power of God. I want you to do that today. It is impossible for men to keep you happy. It is impossible for men to do things for you, to get you to the place that you want to be. But with God, all things the Bible says are possible with him. I hope you know this, that if you haven't found Jesus Christ and made him Lord and Savior in your heart, I pray that you will do it today. I pray that you will repent from your ways and turn your mind and your heart around and begin to give your life fully to God and begin to serve him, and begin to join a church that is preaching the word, and teaching the word, and keeping you in the word. We need this today. We need this in this hour that we're in right now. I got to tell you something. If God is able to do it for me and Jackie, then God is able to do it for you. It's not impossible for him. Listen, I want to thank my special guest today. Jackie, thank you for joining me today. It's been an honor. It's been a privilege to having you on and sharing your heart. I believe that God is going to continue to use you. You just keep pushing forward. Keep saying yes to God and watch what God is going to do in your life. I believe that God is raising people like Jackie up for this hour. Men and women that are willing to say yes to God. They're not worried about the lights. They're not worried about the streams and the likes. They worry to be able to fulfill the call that God has placed in their lives. Whatever you're going through right now, remember this. Keep the faith. It's going to be all right. I got to go. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
we work with kids all over the world that have literally been slaves. And then that could be that time, that one small time in their life could actually identify them and actually be toxic to them for the rest of their life if it is not for redemption.